What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Well, hey, New Vision, this is Ben Curtis, campus pastor at our Buchanan location. You know, there's something about a rematch. We get a little bit bored when the same teams play over and over again, like the Celtics and the Lakers in the 1980s or Clemson and Alabama in college football. It's a little bit boring after the third and the fourth time. But that second time, the first rematch, you know when the team that lost has the opportunity to win back their honor and get revenge, that's always a very exciting game. And we see a little bit of that in our text today, Joshua chapter 8. So I'm going to read this. Uh, This is Joshua 8, verses 10 through 23, and then we'll dive in. I'm, I'm reading today from the Christian Standard Bible. Joshua started early the next morning and mobilized them. Then he and the elders of Israel led the people up to Ai. All the troops who were with him went up and approached the city, arriving opposite Ai, and camped to the north of it, with a valley between them and the city. Now Joshua had taken about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai to the west of the city. The troops were stationed in this way, the main camp to the north of the city and its rear guard to the west of the city, and that night Joshua went into the valley." When the king of Ai saw the Israelites, the men of the city hurried and went out early in the morning so that he and all his people could engage Israel in battle at a suitable place facing the Arabah. But he did not know there was an ambush waiting for him behind the city. Joshua and all Israel pretended to be beaten back by them and fled toward the wilderness. Then all the troops of Ai were summoned to pursue them, and they pursued Joshua and were drawn away from the city. Not a man was left in Ai or Bethel who did not go out after Israel, leaving the city exposed while they pursued Israel. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Hold out the javelin in your hand toward Ai, for I will hand the city over to you. So Joshua held out his javelin toward it. When he held out his hand, the men in ambush rose quickly from their position. They ran, entered the city, captured it, and immediately set it on fire. Then the men of Ai turned and looked back, and smoke from the city was rising to the sky. They could not escape in any direction, and the troops who had fled to the wilderness now became the pursuers. When Joshua and all Israel saw that the men in ambush had captured the city and that smoke was rising from it, they turned back and struck down the men of Ai. Then men in ambush came out of the city against them, And the men of Ai were trapped between the Israelite forces, some on one side and some on the other. They struck them down until no survivor or fugitive remained. But they captured the king of Ai alive and brought him to Joshua. God has brought his people Israel a long way. They crossed the Jordan River miraculously. They've defeated Jericho with odds stacked against them. But in chapter 7, there was hidden sin in the camp. And because of that, when they went to fight their next battle, they actually lost. People died. I mean, it was horrible. And so they had to address the sin that was among them in order to move forward. So in chapter 7, they were defeated by Ai. And that's the proper pronunciation in case you don't know. I actually don't know. Some people pronounce it Ai. 
hey, I'll try to say it different every single time to confuse you. But regardless, Israel's story very much parallels our story. You know, as followers of Jesus, God has brought us a long way too. We crossed over from death to life through the miracle of salvation, through the miracle of the new birth. We've won battles. We've had seasons of victory in our lives. But, you know, just like Israel, we're not perfect yet. And along the way in our Christian journey, there have been times when when I've been hindered by hidden sin. There have been times when probably you would say you've been defeated and so the question on the table is this, what does God want us to do? What, is, what does he want to do, rather, in and through us in those situations when we've experienced defeat? In the, in the previous verses, the Lord gave his battle plan, and now we see Joshua and his army. They're basically just carrying that plan out. And so in case you forgot, here's the strategy. Uh, they're going to attack AI. They're going to run away from AI like they're afraid. Everyone's going to come out chasing after them. Then they're going to ambush the city, they're going to burn it to the ground, and they're going to kill everybody. So that's pretty much the plan. Now, tomorrow, we'll talk more about how we should think about hard passages like this, passages where we see this idea of holy war, and there's a lot of war, there's a lot of death. Uh, We'll talk about that tomorrow. But today, here's the big idea for us as God's people. I want us to see something. Following defeat, anytime there's a defeat in our lives, we need to get up and follow God's amazing Word. Now, we should follow God's Word all the time, right? But especially after a defeat, we're we're tempted not to do that because we're so discouraged. But that's when we need to do it most. We, We most need to follow God's Word after a time of defeat. God commands Joshua to get up, and, and he obeys. And as I read this passage, I mean, I see a lot of exemplary things in Joshua. He leads with conviction. You can see that he believes in his mission after this massive defeat at Ai. I mean, it just speaks volumes that Joshua listens to God's word. He, he humbles himself. He acts on God's word. He obeys it. And he does it with such conviction that it actually motivates the other men to join in with him and the leaders. That's leadership. When you do things God's way, you know, sometimes it feels different. There's a new freedom and there's a, there's a boldness. You, you didn't have that when you were still doing things your way. Israel tried to do things their way. It didn't work. It failed. They had hidden sin. People died. But, you know, after you turn back to God from, from a failure, from defeat, there's a renewed passion that you want to do things God's way. And if you say you've turned back to God, maybe you've repented, maybe you've gotten back on your feet from some failure or defeat, if you say you've turned back to God, the passion to do things His way, the passion to do things according to His Word, that should be there. And if it's not, then you should question whether you've really turned back to doing things God's way. So following defeat, we need to get up and we need to follow God's Truly amazing word. But you know, I want to point out one other thing from this story. Really the true hero of this story and and of any biblical story, it's not really Joshua. It's God, isn't it? He's the one who ultimately determines victory or defeat. He's the one who gave the plan back in verses 1 through 9. And then in verse 18 of our passage today, God's the one who calls the play. Joshua, you're retreating and they're leaving the city. They're coming after you. Now, Joshua, hold out your javelin. You know, it kind of reminds me of Exodus 14 when God tells Moses to hold out his staff. 
in fact, Joshua was there for that event, and he got a front row seat to see what was happening. So God had kind of prepared him for this. And, and now God says to Joshua, Joshua, hold out the javelin in your hand toward Ai, for I will hand the city over to you. So God gives the battle plan. God calls the play in the middle of the chapter that's going to change the course of the battle, and God gets the glory. Who was it that had the clever plan to ambush Ai in the beginning? Joshua, right? I mean, he was a great military general. No, it was God's idea. Who had that awesome timing right at the moment that the ambush should begin? Again, God. God gets the glory. Knowing him, trusting him, listening to him, really that's the key to victory in our lives because he's always the hero and he is the one who gives us victory. There's something about moving forward and doing God's will. There's a confidence that you have that you don't have when you're carrying out your own plan. You don't have it when you're trying to devise a strategy in your own wisdom. You don't have it when you're hiding sin in your life. But you do have it, though, when you're passionate about God's plan and when you long for Him to get the glory. So maybe you find yourself today, maybe you're in a place of defeat and discouragement. Or if not, think about your most recent defeat and just ask yourself a question. How does God want to work through this so that he gets the glory? And then get up and obey his word and you'll see the deliverance that the Lord will bring you today. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.